We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. Hour number three here on News Radio 930. WBEN. It's Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Great to be with you halfway through the show. Um, and we are still taking your calls on road rage. And I, I want to put a little disclaimer on that topic before we get to the next topic. Um, but you can call in if you have a road rage story, uh, some of the worst driving you've witnessed, and your system for making sure that you're, you're not behind the wheel after having too much to drink, is it an Uber? Is it not driving to the you know, not driving to the event so you don't have the car there, uh, or is it you know keeping yourself contained to maybe the bars around you where everything's in a walkable distance? Eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty, and we also have the twelve hundred words you should know to sound smart by Robert W. Bly. We're doing a new word every. Uh, segment here on WBEN, and this, uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this one right, I'm sorry, Uh, but this hour's word is ungainly, ungainly, U-N-G-A-I-N-L-Y, it's an adjective, it means awkward and clumsy, one of the hallmarks of this year's fashionable shoes is that they make one seem ungainly on anything other than marble flooring. Ungainly. Awkward and clumsy is your word for this segment. And we will have another one after the bottom of the hour news. Now, we've been talking about you know driving and, and hey, we've all been idiot drivers at some point in our lives and maturing as drivers. But, you know... In all seriousness, you know, even when I think I was probably the worst driver um, or one of the worst drivers, you know, I I was uh, speeding. I got a lot of tickets. um, But you also have to be a smart driver. And, you know, uh, again, I consider myself lucky um, because there were times where my driving was was unsafe. And, you know, if I could go back and tell everyone that ever got in a car with me, how sorry I am um, to put them in that kind of position, right? Um, but, you know, you have to be smart, you know, and that's something that we all should learn before even getting behind the wheel is you have to, again, I said this at the end of the uh, 3 o'clock segment, you have to focus on the road. You have to make sure 
that if you're going to have the radio on, if you're going to have a podcast going, if you're going to be in a phone conversation, that you can do all that while having complete focus on everything around you, know how to see every angle of the car, look in your mirrors. You have to know what's around you all the time. Every second that you're in that car. You know, I, during the break, I saw a video from an accident um, in Western New York yesterday, and you know, it, it makes your it makes your your heart breaks when you see when you see this. You hope everyone's okay. You hope everyone um, got out of the accident safely. But you know that more times than not is caused by one bad driver, one person who's not driving safely. So, you know, we, we can talk about going a little fast. And, you know, like I said, I when I get on the thruway, yeah, I'd probably go nine miles over the speed limit. Um, but you have to make sure that you have control of your car and that you have complete focus. And that is a big thing for teenagers when they first are alone in the car and they don't have a passenger. It is not having someone yelling at you, hey, look over there. You don't have that. You have to seriously be looking over there. And I just wanted to kind of end that topic with that disclaimer. But like I said, I'll continue to take your calls on that at 803-0930. Now, there is something that I would like explained to me, okay? Now, I am all, I want to get you know get to this because we spent, you know, what, three years talking about the Great Northern Grain Elevator? No, it seemed like that, though, di- though didn't it? Um, but there are a lot of beautiful old buildings in Western New York, right? There's a lot of beautiful old homes in Western New York. Maybe you live in one. So I don't want what I'm about to say to sound like, let's tear down every old building. That's not what I mean. I never said that. And that's not what I'm talking about. But there is an uh, imminent domain process beginning in the city of Buffalo's Cobblestone District, and this is something we hope to have more um, discussion on this Sunday on Hardline. But uh, Mayor Byron Brown has begun the process of eminent domain. Now, we have recently heard this in Amherst um, at the corner of Kenmore and Niagara Falls Boulevard with an old quick fill station uh, that the town Uh, had the process of imminent domain uh, to take over, right? So this is something that has been in the news a few times in the last couple years. So now Mayor Byron Brown has invoked imminent domain on two cobblestone district properties uh, that have fallen into disrepair. The owner of the properties now has 90 days to reach out to the city of Buffalo or they will move on to the next step, which is a public hearing. Now, I am not, I am the last person to think that the government should have any kind of overreaching powers, right? I, I'm all for a smaller government. If you and that that's not this topic, by the way. I'm not talking about the size of government. But I just want that disclaimer out there. I usually am in favor of small government, less government. Inter, you know, less government in my life. I think most people probably fall in that category. 
Okay, so I just want to say that before I get accused of something else with what I'm about to say. So I'm usually Mr. Less Government, okay? However, 90 days, the process is nine. What year is it? We have phones, internet. Heck, you can still use a fax machine if you want. We're giving this person 90 days to respond. How about this? Give them two weeks. Because here's how I see it. You've let a property fall into disrepair. You've let a property literally begin to crumble. And you're in 90 days, you're going to come up with... I just... I don't see it. I don't know why the long wait. It's a historic property, by the way. A historic property. I don't know what the, the buildings used to be. But these are historic properties, historic structures that have fallen to disrepair. And they have literally began to crumble. Now, the city of Buffalo says the structures are contributing uh, to that local historic district. Every remedy that can possibly be fine to work with the owner to mitigate these concerns and have them restore the property have all failed. That's according to the Brown, uh, Mayor Byron Brown administration. So, now the owner has had these properties since 2009. And after many attempts from the city to get the owner to act, including fines, it's been a back and forth for well over a decade, and the applicant was fined and held accountable in housing court, but it never led to the remedy. This course of action is rare, only being utilized in unique circumstances, considering the longstanding and ongoing failure of the owners. To address the conditions of these properties, the city desires to take proactive steps to protect the public, eliminate blight, preserve the historic integrity and enhance economic development of the cobblestone historic district. And I'm going to say this. I am all for restoring, rebuilding each and every part of the city of Buffalo. I am all for what we can do to have the city progress like we have seen downtown progress. I'm all for it. And, and I'm, you know, if you're going to let these structures crumble, where they have become an eyesore in the city, I, I don't see the issue with letting the city of Buffalo take over and do something. But I mean actually do something. But I want to know your thoughts on this at 803 and the use of imminent domain, but also waiting 90 days. I feel like this can be a two-week thing. Do we need three months and then a public hearing? I mean, do we really need another drawn-out legal battle over a structure like we just saw with the grain elevators? Do we really need that again? Am I the only one? I don't know. Am I the only one that thinks that? And the city is moving in I'm not going to say that quickly. It's been over a decade. But they're moving in now on this property. Where was the city's concern with the Great Northern? Because I'm going to tell you this. 
I don't think anyone in Western New York had heard of the Great Northern Grain Elevator until a windstorm blew a hole in it. I had never heard of it. I couldn't point it out on a map. But very quickly to move in, and these are crumbling structures. You see the pictures of these structures. Here's where I where I stand. Here's where I stand on, um, you know, I'm all for preserving history. Okay, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people aren't going to like this. I'm all for preserving history. But when buildings are literally crumbling down and have become an eyesore, it's time to just knock them down. That's how I feel. If a building has not been used for two decades, okay, if it hasn't been a business, if no one's lived in it for two decades, I think it's time we start tearing down some of these buildings. I thought I was saying imminent domain with an E. That's how you say it. We had a caller say that as well. I'm sorry. I apologize. Imminent domain. Am I saying it right now? Yeah, it's with an E, not an I. I know it's with an E. I'm reading the article. Imminent domain. Imminent domain. That's what they're using. Uh, but, you know, again, I understand there's some, there's some beautiful uh, architecture, some beautiful old historic buildings in Western New York. And, yes, I believe we should be able to use as many of them as we can, preserve as many of them as we can. But if they're to the point of no return, if they're starting to crumble, you know, I, I do believe it's time to, to tear them down and, and just drive – Anywhere in Western New York, through the city, through the suburbs, you know, there are buildings that have not been used for decades. Isn't it time to, to remove those buildings? Time to tear those buildings down? I mean, should there not be a rule? And maybe this is just millennial Joe Beamer. But should, should there not be a rule? If nothing's happened in that building for 15 years, maybe it's time to tear it down. Maybe it's time... To remove the eyesore. Just because something's historic, if it's gotten to the point of disrepair, if it's crumbling down, just because it's historic doesn't mean we should let it sit there. That was my argument with the Great Northern. And what do you think about the city using imminent domain in the 90-day the wait? 90 days, and then after that, a public hearing? Again, this is a this is a an owner who, for over a decade now, has been fined, has been the, the city has tried to push this owner to do something with these buildings. Does he really need ninety more days to? Again, I, I would say, hey, two weeks. Give us a plan. And it is interesting, right? I mean, the Great Northern Grain Elevator sat for forty years. With nothing going on. And maybe we didn't see it crumbling until the windstorm. But where was the city's move to let anything ha- to, to try to force anything to happen in that building? Maybe, you know, if they had done this 15 years earlier with the Great Northern Grain Elevator, it wouldn't have had a hole uh, <laughs> on the side of it because something would have been done with it. 8030930 star930 and what do you think am, am i being am i wrong is this too much of a millennial opinion that if a building's not been used for close to two decades 
it's time to tear it down. I don't care the historic value of it. It's time to tear it down. Or am I wrong? Because, you know, I will always go, I will always go with the example, I was 110% wrong about Statler Towers. I said the building is in disrepair. The building should be torn down. You know, that, that's, that's the problem. We're hanging on to these old buildings. I was wrong. Look at Statler now. It's beautiful. So I, I have been wrong before. But I think some buildings, they get into disrepair. They're not being used. Should this process be happening maybe more often? Should the city be trying to clean up some of these eyesores? And by eyesore, I mean disrepair buildings that nothing's going on in. 803-0930, star 930. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. What are your thoughts on all this? Again, the city enacting imminent, with an E, domain on these two properties in the Cobblestone District. The owner now has 90 days to reply. We'll take your calls after this on News Radio 930, WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Trying to find a thought that's escaped her mind She says there's the one I love the most But time's not far behind She never lets me in Only tells me where she's been When she's had too much to drink In the Beamer house. This was the first 
CD. The first time my parents didn't get a cassette, they got a CD, was uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. What was the name of, Josh, what was the name of this album? Does it say on your uh, your thing over there? Doop, doop. Cracked Rear View. Yep. Cracked Rear View? Yeah. Great album. And it was the first CD I remember that you could put in the computer and there was an interactive portion of the CD. This might be before your time. That was big in the late 90s, early 2000s. I didn't even know that was a thing for CDs. You put a CD in and uh, it would have an interactive thing that you could play on the computer. Then they had, right before um, MP3s took over, they had CDs with two sides. I, I do remember that. And Well, that would get annoying. One side would be the DVD uh, and one would be the audio and you would scratch one side. I mean, you're going to scratch one side of the, of the of the record. So that was really annoying. I think I only had one or two of those. Um, but yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish, great. That entire album uh, was, was fabulous. All right. It is a new segment, which means it is time for another of the 1,200 words you should know to sound smart. Is eminent in there? Oh, come on. <laughs> if I get one more text on it, Josh, we're, we're, we're just going to switch topics because I can't say, I can't say it anymore. I, I, I get it, all right? I'm having an issue saying the E. I know what I'm trying to say. I think that should count. Um, all right. So this, this uh, hour's word, or this segment's word, is not coming from that page, is this page. It is, well, we all know this word, moot. You've heard this one, Josh, right? Moot. It's an adjective, a fact or point that is uncertain or no longer relevant. Whether to continue, injecting growth hormones became a moot point as Alex grew from five feet to five feet nine inches in 18 months. Moot is the word if you want to sound smart. All right. 803-0930, star 930. We are talking about imminent, with an E, domain that was enacted by the city of Buffalo on two buildings in the Cobblestone District. And yes, they are um, in disrepair. They are crumbling down. The owner now has 90 days. And again, I just call the person. 90 days. I mean, 30 at most. 90 days or the city can then go to a public hearing. Your thoughts on this, and your thoughts on, hey, I'm all for historic buildings. I, I am. But when you see buildings like this, when you see buildings like the Great, uh, the great Northern Grain Elevator that are lit, literally crumbling, isn't it time to just take these buildings, hey, they've served their purpose, and tear them down? They're becoming eyesores. You know, no offense to all the people that try to save the Great Northern Grain Elevator. It was an eyesore. Okay? That building was an eyesore. I'm sorry. It was. And if you drive through anywhere in western New York, it's not just the city, anywhere in western New York, there are buildings sitting around that haven't been used for decades. Historic or not. I think it's time. Hey, this building hasn't been used for 15 years. Guess what? We're going to tear it down. It's crumbling. It's in disrepair. We're going to tear it down. It's an eyesore. What do you think? 803-0930. Gretchen on a cell. Gretchen, thanks for hanging on. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it's This is almost getting ridiculous where every few minutes 
there, there is a building that's been left in disrepair, you know, and by the way, to use your word, I think that discussions about saving every single building should be moot. I love it. Love it's it. Over. It's over. It's done. Um, I have an affinity for old homes and the historical nature of these buildings when they are kept up and when someone has the wherewithal to fix, to repair, to replace, whatever it needs to be. But certainly if there's a situation like take the grain elevator, I think it's admirable what the you know preservationists had an interest in doing. However, I get particularly upset when it's done at the cost of the taxpayer or it's done at the cost of community that otherwise has to look at that, a building falling down, crumbling around them, it becomes a hazard. Uh, think of these homes that you're talking about in the Cobblestone di District. I, I don't know what the situation is surrounding each, but for heaven's sakes, if they've been left to disrepair for 15, 20 years, then clearly the owner has no interest in fixing them. So, okay, if somebody wants it, go in, buy it, repair it, replace it, do what you need to do, but man, let it go. Maybe develop a committee that goes around and looks at all of these structures in not just the city of Buffalo, but any surrounding uh, town or suburb or wherever. Look at these things, and yeah, if there's, they've been sitting there for 15, 20 years, do something about it, buy it, do what you need to do, but don't let it sit and become such a hazard where we're worrying about people walking by and something falling on them or becoming such an eyesore that, for heaven's sakes, I can't see the water now or I can't see my neighbor or, you know, who knows? Right. But yeah. I think there needs to be a level of reasonableness, re, excuse me, reasonableness to all of this. And I'll hang up and listen, Joe. Go for it. Gretchen, I appreciate it. Reasonable response. I'm all for it. And Gretchen's right. If, if you know, these buildings, there's a pile of bricks in the back of these buildings that have fallen off the building. We're not talking about one or two. There are a pile of bricks. And I think, to Gretchen's point, the Great Northern Grain Elevator, there was a pile of bricks that had fallen out the side of it. If these buildings become to get to this point, it, it is time for someone to take over and say, sorry, these buildings can't be there for the safety of the neighborhood, for the safety, uh, and just, hey, we're trying to, as Western New York, we're trying to progress. You know, we, we've seen the promising um, progression in downtown Buffalo. We'd like to see that throughout Western New York. And you know what that means? That means that there's going to be some tough decisions. In my opinion, it's not a tough decision. I understand historical. It's not a tough decision. There's a building with a hole in the side of it. There's a building that literally has a pile of bricks in the back, in the back of it. To me, those, these aren't tough decisions. These are buildings that can no longer stand. And it is time to tear them down and do something else with the land. Give the land um, or, or sell the land uh, to someone that will uh, do something productive with it, right? We, we are all about progressing and economic promising. What's the word I'm trying to say here? Development. That's the word. Oh, my gosh. I'm too fixated on these 1,200 words to sound smart. I'm forgetting words like development. You know, give this land or sell this land to someone that will, uh, that will have promising development that will be good for the city of Buffalo, for the economy. 
You know, again, like we have seen in downtown Buffalo. 803-0930, star 930. David, uh, David's on Sheridan. David, thanks for calling in. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, the, um, the, that building, I just went by it. It, it is uh, this in great distress. And I'm thinking that the, the preservationists, I, I, I believe in preservation of good historical things. And we've lost, Buffalo has lost a tremendous number of them because the preservation people weren't organized at the time. I don't know if you know that, but we, we've lost a lot. I mean, a Frank Lloyd Wright uh, warehouse he designed, it was torn down. I mean, it, 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 those were crazy. This is craziness. But this one, I guess, got to go. And they can document it uh, with photos, go inside and everything. And so there can be a, a documentary about it. And it's going to cost a lot of money to take it down. It's a tremendous project, I guess. And also put a plaque there. Put a, a nice sign, a National Park Service and state do it. Put a sign saying this was a part of Buffalo's heritage and so on. So, yeah. And David, to, to your point, you know, obviously there have been mistakes made, and that's not just to Buffalo. I mean, that's all around the country where historic yes. buildings have been torn down. Um, you know, and and I agree. You know, to, to Alan's point earlier as well, there are buildings that yes, they, they should have been preserved, but there is a difference between those buildings, I think, and then buildings that have a pile of bricks at the bottom. But like you said, that's due to probably a lack of uh, uh, of organization, right? Well, the, the, the lack of uh, the idea that uh, no, that that was uh, the owner didn't keep it up, and I believe does the owner have to maybe you know is the owner going to have to pay to tear it down? That's, is that on the city? Is that on the city taxpayer? David, that is a, a question that we will make sure to ask on Hardline Sunday. I will get the answer because anything I say will be guessing. I appreciate the call. Um, you know, and yes, I I, I want to say this though, just because there were buildings in the past that were torn down, that yes, I'm sure we'd like to see standing today. You know, I I. I talk about this all the time. I love watching those videos where people walk through old abandoned buildings, right? I mean, talk about being a hypocrite. I'm saying we need to tear these down, and then I love watching videos of old abandoned buildings. I'm all over the place. What can I say? Um, but there are buildings, you know, I, I read of Buffalo's history and, uh, and Buffalo's past and go, wow, I wish this, this structure was still here. I wish they would have been able to do something with it. But just because they made mistakes in the past doesn't mean every building they tear down from here on out is a mistake or every historic building needs to be held onto and preserved, right? And that's going from one extreme to the other. No, not every historic building needs to be torn down, but not everyone needs to be saved, especially ones where there are piles of bricks at the foundation of them. Is Beamer in for Bowerly? And a texter, I, th I think, put it, put it um, very well, uh, and, and I thank the texter for that. Texter says, there's a difference between old and historical. And the texter's right. There, there, there is a difference. Just because something is old doesn't mean it's got this great history. And, and just because it has a great history also doesn't mean that it might be able, that it's, it's able to stand. You know, I'll go back to the Great Northern uh, Grain Elevator because we spent so much time on it. Uh, I mean, this was a building that I, no matter what, any, what everyone was saying, we saw how weak that building was becoming just by the, a windstorm. You know, a windstorm that, yeah, the windstorm was, was bad, okay, um, but it, it, it blew a big hole in the side of this old building. To me, that illustrates that maybe this is a building that shouldn't have been standing, and, you know, the city, for years, had no concern to take that over. You heard nothing. Again, 
until that windstorm, I didn't know where the Great Northern Grain Elevator was, where it is. I had no idea what it was, where it is, none of that. And the city never moved in on it. It was crumbling. It took a windstorm for us to, to decide, but it was crumbling. It wasn't being used. It was an eyesore, in my opinion. Now the city's moving in on these historical structures that, yes, if you saw them, are in disrepair. In my opinion, they are far removed from being able to be saved. So let's, let's tear them down. Let's clean up that land. And let's let somebody that can productively, you know, put a, a development that will help the city of Buffalo, that will help the economy. I'd be all for that. Uh, 803 star 930 Chris is in Tonawanda. Chris, thanks for hanging on. Hey, no problem. Here's my opinion. For years and years, the first ward was neglected. All of a sudden, a certain couple developers, who shall be nameless, because we don't want legal issues from your legal department, if I mention a certain attempted of congressman, bought all this property up down there, built these $2,000 a month market rate apartments, a brewery and everything else down there. Not a couple, a dance club went down there, comedy club, which has been surviving prior to all this for the past 10 years. This hockey arena, Seneca Nation, all big and boo Now all of a sudden they're going to go after this guy. Here's a term very used in Buffalo, especially when it comes to anything that is possibly historic. Demolition by neglect. They're very good with that and issuing demolition permits for buildings. So, Chris, what do you think should happen? Uh, it's been, what, the buildings have been empty up 10 years? Over a decade. Over, over 10 years. Probably longer than that. And the guys ignored them. Should have been done a long time ago. It really should have. Where is uh, Mr. Thielman? Why hasn't he screamed about those buildings? Maybe he has, and I missed it. Where's uh, the other preservation groups? All right, Chris, I, I, I appreciate the call, Chris and Tonawanda. And, you know, I mean, you look at all the development. We'll take what Chris said, all that development around the arena. I mean, I talk about this all the time when I talk about how much downtown Buffalo has changed in the last decade. You know, you see uh, he mentioned Helium the comedy club on the side of the arena that brings in great comedy acts. It, it does. I mean, Jim Norton, one of my favorite comedians, Mark Norman. Uh, and you've seen that. You've seen all the build up there. You've seen the, uh, the Josh, please help me, the Harbor Center. Thank you. Uh, the Harbor Center in the old parking lot across from the arena. I mean, that area has built up. Southern Tier Brewing's there now. Yeah, of course. And I think... The city of Buffalo would like to see that continue and to see that spread out. And maybe we'll see more of this. And hopefully it doesn't get to this point where the government has to take over. Hopefully, you know, they can work with the owners of these properties. And and if the owners don't have the plans or the means, they can sell it. They can profit off it. Right? Um, but I thought this was interesting. I thought 90 days. 90 days to get a plan after it's been over a decade. And, and just that the city is now moving in on properties like this. But like I said, it took a windstorm for anything to happen at the Great Northern Grain Elevator. 803 
star 930. That is the number to get on. It's the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. When we come back the last hour and the last time you'll hear from me for the rest of the week, which I know a lot of you will be excited about, and another word from the 1,200 words you should know to sound smart. It's Beamer in for Bowerly on a Wednesday hump day on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.